Howdy folks, Cormac Walsh here from Bass Fishing Ireland and you're very welcome to episode 14 of the Lure Fishing Podcast. In this podcast I talk to Moroccan-based lure guide Kareem Ralid. Kareem is based in Casablanca but hosts guided trips down to Dakla in Morocco to fish for learfish, pompano, spotted bass amongst other species. So if it's something that you always thought of, heading out to Morocco to fish big fish on lures, this is a really interesting podcast. It's also great to get an insight into how Kareem goes about his lure fishing. I really enjoyed this one and I hope you do too. Okay, Kareem, it's great to, it's great to chat to you. How, how's life? How are you doing? Um, I'm okay. I didn't have a good bass season this year because of my father's death. Um, and uh, I was like straight away, I was taking care of that like for like four or five months. And then directly I went guiding for Learfish, which which is very, very far from the bass spots. And that's why I didn't have much time fishing for sea bass. Yes, um, yes. The, pre- the, the previous year I had like maybe, it's, it's, a, um, it's a shocking number, 2021, not 2022, 2021. I had like maybe in four months, uh, March, April, May, June, and until like beginning of um, of of June, I had like maybe maybe two hundred fifty, three hundred sea bass. Very good. That's that's I, quite I good. Uh, yeah, it's a, that's a that's a big number, right? Yeah, sure is. It sounds great. Um, just yeah, to, tell me, tell me whereabouts yeah, you're 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 based in Morocco, obviously, um, Karim. Um, whereabouts are you based there? Yeah, I fish in. Um, uh, I don't know whether it's um, you know a bit about Morocco. I fish like not. It's like in the center of the of the of the country, not in the south, and not in north. So I think it's the best. My area is the best place where you can catch sea bass you know it's not too hot it's not too cold the the water is 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 um is is uh the water temperature is not very warm it's not very cold it's 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 everything is suitable you know if you go south you will not catch sea bass but you can catch clear fish if you go north you will not catch too many sea bass but you can catch like bonito tuna you can catch other species you know so I think I live in, maybe you can tell, the best place for sea bass in Morocco. Yeah, it's, it certainly looks good. And not only sea bass, I see like you have, you know, those leer fish. They, they just look excellent. They look like a fantastic fish. Yeah, can you, can you tell, me, tell me about them? Um, the leafish, they are not. They are not really where I live. They are down south. I think a hundred, um, a thousand and six hundred kilometer, um, southern where I live. Not, not, not really close to my house. So that's why I fly there and I guide like two, three months, and then I come back home and then do sea bass fishing again for a, um, a couple of months, and then go back there to Dakhla, South Morocco again guide for a month or two and then come back again um um is is very very hard to catch a sea bus in the south it's possible but it's very very like it's a rare thing to happen yeah yeah well i guess i guess i mean you don't need to because you have such good fishing down there um like with those learfish they, they yeah, look it looks yeah. looks fantastic tell me tell me about those fish and what do you use to catch them 
the learfish yeah um so i i was um i think 10 years ago 10 years ago i used to go to the south and to do just bait fishing so i had um i had i had to afford money for my studies and i used to go there and catch a lot of fish and then take it to the market and sell it you know yeah yeah brilliant <laughs> um and so um, one of the fishing guys there, who were there before me, of course, um, used to catch those learfish. He met some Spanish guys, fishermen, and they told him that if the learfish are here, if he can catch them with bait, that means we can catch a lot of them on lures. And they tried, and they catch a lot of them, like a lot. I mean, too many fish, you know? Uh, I had... The uh, last English client I had um, um, uh, from June 19 to June 24, he, uh, his name is uh, Ronnie. Uh, I think he had like 50 or 60 learfish. Wow, in, in that's some days. fishing. Yeah, but we, in six days fishing, it was it was very bad, but it's, it still can catch a lot of learfish. And sometimes... Um, he was reeling so fast so that he doesn't catch the small ones because like the the, the size between five six kilos were were the first to attack the lure so that's small time, like you know? so that's that's well, like 10 12 pound that's the small one right it, it's not the small one but it's 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 a medium size but then he he had enough of them and he wanted to catch a big one he he, he ended up catching some i think couple a few big learfish and they were not very very big because june you get too many small fish too many small fish between four between three and six seven kilos when they are biting you just you just um chuck a, a lure there and they will just make a big splash following you so so what i do now is i fish them with top water lures or with jigs most my clients would use jigs most of the times. They would catch them with um, when they are not fishing or when they are not hunting on the surface. They are just below the the surface and not attacking mullets or anything. Just like quiet. So you can, in this case, you can use um, you can use jigs, and they just, you end up like they end up like full hooks or just hook them from the the back or the head or whatever yeah um but if you, but if you put a top water lure when they are not biting when they are not following the mullets it's very very hard to catch one um so now i use like um blugs you know the samson lures yeah samson lure is very good yeah i see i see you using them with some success yeah i use mostly the samson lures and i use the evil lures you know the zargana 200 150 and tell me what, like, what is um, like, what is a good big size learfish? What, what weight? Um, my biggest, the biggest one I caught was about twenty. Uh, was it was not about? It was twenty three kilos. Wow, um, Jesus, that's over fifty yes. pound. Well, it's nearly fifty pound weight. Yeah, nearly fifty pound. Yeah, I had a client here uh, last year in August. He had a learfish twenty four kilos. Wow, that's a big fish. This is the first time. This is the first time he ever catches a fish on a lure. Yes, the first time in his life. That's amazing. No, that's over. That's, that's over fifty pound. Like, yeah, that's about fifty-two or three pound. 
Yeah, it's not the first time he catches a fish on lures. I mean, it's the first time he, he uses lure fishing, but on that week, he caught like small layer fish. He caught uh, 10 kilos layer fish. And then I would think it was the third or the fourth day when he caught a 24 kilos layer fish on the same week. But before that week, he never done lure fishing. He only does bait fishing. And he saw the layer fish and he saw everything. And That's said crazy. He to come. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I, I still have the photo. Might we show you the, I can send you on, on Instagram the video of the release. We put it back. It was crazy, crazy, crazily big, you know? It's not just the, uh, and it's not just the, the weight or the size of the fish, but the colors on it, it looks like an old, very, very old fish. You can say like maybe 20 years or maybe it could be, could be more, who knows? But the colors on the fish is just immense, you know? Ah, beautiful, Wonderful. beautiful looking. Yes, it's yeah. fantastic. Um, so I'm a writing saying I've I've been following you for years and years on on Facebook and before you were doing the guiding and stuff and um you've obviously built up that guiding from from nothing really just from your own knowledge and and expertise and so now you're doing guiding so so like what so tell me uh, what do, what do I expect if I if I want to book a session with you or book a guiding trip with you what 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 do we do for leadfish yeah. Um, for lurefish, I think if I think if you want to have like the best season, you need to choose tides. We can just organize the tides where we can have like big chances of catching big lurefish and okay. big numbers of lurefish. And what 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 kind if of tides you, do you if, like, um, Kareem? What tides are your favorite? Um, the tides, my favorite tides, when the tides are small and they are about to switch, like like. Um, like when the tide uh, is low at uh, three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. You know, when the tide is at three, four o'clock, five o'clock, the tide is very, very small at that at that moment, right? Is that very small? Right. Yeah. From from yeah from I think from from eleven from twelve until three p.m. the tides normally are very small. So after three p.m the tides start to grow bigger and at that time you have because we fish in the lagoon we don't fish in the open sea it's okay. not the big sea it's just a lagoon where we fish and so the currents are mostly very strong at that moment and when you get strong currents you get big fish that's yes. why they come to hunt if you read my article i had the learfish article if you i don't know whether you know about it or not but i had one and i had a, a sea bass article as well uh, if you read the, the, the Learfish one, it's where we fish, and when I have to cast against the currents, and then I just, uh, like, retrieve the lure, and I don't retrieve it. I just keep it on the surface. The, the sensor lures are very easy to use, now, by the way. You just cast, and then you start reeling, normal. You just keep the lure on the surface, makes a splash, and then you keep watching your lure. And then if there is a big fish, if there is a follower, you get like a big splash following you know, you know? It makes you so, so crazy. Ah, it's <laughs> very exciting. Yeah, that's, it's like fishing, I don't know, it's like GT. Close to GT, I don't know. I think GT, they don't just, they follow you for a short distance. But the leafish can follow you for 100, like for 100 meters or for 60 meters or whatever you're casting, they follow you sometimes. And then they bite the lure, like close to your feet. Sometimes like like six seven meters 
four, five, six, seven meters from your, from where, from where you are standing, and then you see them very, very close. Sometimes they follow the lure in groups, like you get like four or five layfish following your lure, making a big, big splash, and then you don't know, you don't know what's gonna happen. You know, sometimes they just hit it with the tail, and then send it outside the the, the water. Wow, it must be fantastic to see that, to see the lure flying out of the water, like yeah. Yeah, um, uh, one of my clients uh, happened with one of my clients last year. Almost the hook was was gonna get stuck in my face. You know, it was very close, and then the leafish hit the lure. It was like boom. And tell me, tell me whereabouts? Uh, so what part of what part of um, Morocco then? Where do I go to meet you as such? Where do I fly into? Yeah, the, unfortunately, there are no direct no direct flights to. Um, to Dakhla, you have to fly to Casablanca. Okay. You have to fly. We have. I have the program all written down on on, on a PDF. If you want, I can send you the, the yeah the yeah, and then you can read about. So so you have to fly to Casablanca, and then you have to fly to Dakhla. It's only one flight, but then you have to stay like I don't know about um, the schedule, but maybe you stay like two hours in Casablanca. And then the next flight would be to Dakhla would be after two hours or three hours. I think you arrive there five o'clock, five, six o'clock, and then nine o'clock you fly to Dakhla. I pick you up from the airport in Dakhla because you will be you will land in Dakhla at night. Most you will always land at um, um, midnight. Midnight you, you you land in Dakhla. I can't pick you up in a hotel in Dakhla to spend the night. We spend the night in Dakhla, and then next morning, the same morning, I start driving from from the hotel uh, from the hotel in Dakhla to the hotel where we stay close to the to the spots, you know. Oh yes, yes, I see. I'm just I'm just looking on the map here, and I see Dakhla, the lagoon, um, the big lagoon. Yeah, yeah. And so, so you you so I pick you up from your hotel in Dakhla, and then I drive you a hundred kilometers. South Dakhla, down South Dakhla, okay? Yeah. And then the, that's where uh, the 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 lodge is located. That's where you stay. That's where you have the food. We have three meals a day, and we have a bar there, which you have drinks. You have everything you want there, of course. Um, and then every day we would go from low tide to to high tide fishing, like four or five hours fishing a day yeah. for leadfish. Fantastic. And then after you can switch, you can catch spotted bass, you can catch mullet, you can catch like a, a bluefish, you can catch a, 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 some kind of bream. We have like the vadigo. It's like a leafish, but it's not a leafish. It's very, very similar to a leafish, but striped. It, there are stripes of. Uh, I I will send you a photo later so you can see it. I don't know whether you know about it or not. So so basically, what you do is. You you bring a rod for leafish between the action between 30 and 100 grams or maybe 40 and 120 grams. Um, this is for leafish, specifically for leafish. And then you bring another rod, which is lighter. You can say from, you can start from, um, say from um, 20 to 60 grams. Okay, yeah. Okay, so 20 from 60 grams, you can use a jigging for leafish. Or you can use it for uh, spotted bass because they are small. 
for light fishing. You can use it for spotted bass, bream, mullets, bluefish. You can use it with jigs. This is for jigs. And the big rod would be for top water lures because they are heavy, because they are 60 grams, 70 grams, 50 grams. So you need a strong rod, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like, um, I presume, it's, I presume, like, what is the best time of the year, did you say, to kind of go out there? I think, I think uh, late April, May, June, until late June is good. But then if you want perfect fishing, you can come in August, September, October. These are the, the last three months, October, August, September, October, they are very good. You just, if you want, now we, we still have spaces, um, spaces available for like 2024. If you want, then I can choose the, the good tides and then let you know when you can book. When we yes, have, yes. you will always, you will always catch a leafish, whether it's good tides or bad condition, you will always catch a few leafish. But if you want to have the best fishing, then we can organize first. Ah, uh, brilliant. And still fishing is fishing, you know, we can do our best, but then fishing is fishing. Exactly, yeah. Good, yeah. Yeah, so the thing I do is that I would, if I don't catch a leafish today, and because the leafish, when they are not there, they are not there, but they don't hide like, they are not like the sea bass. The sea bass are very unpredictable, you know? They are, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't guide the sea bass anymore. I don't guide, unless I want to do it in a friendly context, you know, in a, in a friendly, like, in a friendly trip, we can do it, but to uh, organize with people, clients, and bring them for sea bass, and then they arrive here and they find different conditions. Yeah, it's, it is. Fishing. It's as you said, they are they are very unpredictable. Like I mean, you could get you could go tonight and get and get get loads of sea bass, and then you go down to the next spot tomorrow, and there's nothing there, and you won't get anything for the next week. You know, it's yeah. um they're very unpredictable. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm guiding for leafish because at least it, uh, on a week fishing. 100% you will catch some leafish. Wow, that's a good. That's great because like, you know, as you said yourself with fishing, like I mean, there's not many there's not many times you can kind of nearly guarantee somebody you will catch fish. It's 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 great to be able to, yeah, you know, especially I, I when people are traveling that far. I guarantee to one of the the Italian guys, he arrived with with a group of people and he caught a lot of leafish the first year. The second year he came back um and he was losing the fish. He, the, he, he came with other clients. The other clients never caught a leafish before. They caught a lot of leafish. He did not catch one fish. It was crazy. I, did, I, I, I couldn't understand that. It's unbelievable. Like four days fishing, he did not catch one fish. It was very, very hard for him. He lost like three or four big fish. He lost them. But like he hooked up. At least he hooked up some fish. He just didn't land them, yeah? No, yeah, he didn't land them. He just, it, just, it just didn't want to happen for him. It was just crazy. And I thought, listen, <laughs> and I just give him another fishing trip for free. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fair play because, yeah, I, mean, because I mean, he like he was catching fish. He just wasn't able to get them in, you know. That's 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 yeah, that's not your yeah, fault. Yeah, <laughs> I, consider, I considered him a very good fisherman. Other people with him were not very good and still catch a lot of leadfish. And he didn't. It was crazy. It's just, it, but in a week fishing, uh, you get like if you get three, four, for example, if you are getting four clients fishing, maybe one person today is gonna catch like six or seven leafish. The other one is gonna catch two, 
one of them is gonna catch three one of them is gonna catch one the other one catch five the next day you would catch seven or six or seven or eight or whatever the the other person who caught many the the previous day would catch like one or blank and just so crazy you know sometimes they just don't want bites on they just not everyone catches them every day this is what i'm trying to say yeah yeah them some days sometimes you get very less sometimes sometimes you catch you catch 20 layfish sometimes you can the next day you would catch like three or four yeah and the next day you would catch like maybe 10 maybe five maybe one so it's um it's unpredictable as well, but there seems to be there seems to be quite a lot of them there. Like there's 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 good fishing there. Um, Whoa. You have plenty of spots. Whoa, man! You know I have live videos I made where my clients. I, I think you saw them. Where my client? I just made them last month. 20, uh, June twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah, June twenty four. I made some videos. He cast. And he catch fish live. He catch a little fish. He cast with a lure, and then he start reeling, and then the little fish bang. <laughs> Brilliant. Everywhere the the little fish were everywhere in the lagoon. The first day, my my client, the first day, uh, he had like, uh, I think three or four little fish. Uh, he said, "Yeah, good day." And I said, "Just wait. They will be. They will be everywhere." As the tides were getting smaller was uh, they got quiet like the first day two or four second day i think two fish third day i think one or two fish fourth day maybe one fish two fish five day and then uh, the last two days fish were everywhere like everywhere you just cast and the fish are there oh brilliant that is like that's that's just like a trip of your dreams it's fantastic yeah it must be uh, it must Sorry? be very warm out there. It must be it must be warm. Obviously, you're near the desert there, the Sahara. It must be. Well, this is everyone is predicting like it's gonna be like very hot. It's not very hot. It's it's uh, many uh, most people think that if they go to to the to the deserts in Morocco, it's gonna be hot. Yeah. It's not very hot by the ocean, and it's always windy. It's most of the times it's when it's windy, and when it's windy, it's always like only 21 degrees, 23, 24, and it feels like. 16 degrees sometimes oh that's nice that's 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 not bad then if you're fishing all day that's quite yeah, quite comfortable because all the clients they arrived there and they told me we thought it was it was going to be very hot very hot it's not this is not hot and at night <laughs> yeah. you have to wear a jacket or something. yes the, oh, that's good that's good yeah food. yeah yeah no it's not very warm no i think august august is a, a little warmer like it's going to be like 30 degrees but close to the sea it's never that hot still it's feels cool like windy. yeah it's cool it's very cool yeah yeah that's good because i was i was thinking that myself um and again you know your base so you have a base then that you bring the anglers to so then are the fishing spots far from that base do you drive to them or can you walk to no, them or i think no we drive like six or seven miles Oh, good. Very close. No, very, very close. Yeah, very close, very close. You can see the so when you go to the top of the if it, the, so there is a ledge, there is an uh, there is an there is an edge like a mountain. You go down the mountain and then you fish. But when you go on the top again, you can see the hotel. 
It's very close. It's not very far. Ah, very handy. Yeah, yeah, handy. And is it like beaches? Yeah. I know. Well, I know I see some sandy beaches. Are you fishing off rocks or is it a bit of a mixture? And, and it's we we fish from the sands, but there are places where you fish like a mixture sometimes. Sometimes because they can be tricky. Sometimes they bite on the left. In in our spot, the same spot, there is a there is a place where it's a mixture of rocks and sands, and there is a place on on the left where it's only sands. So sometimes they bite on the left, sometimes they bite on the right. It depends, but we always start from the right. Uh, uh, we always start like from the right and end up fishing in in the left. You know, it's just like 300 meters long. You keep you keep changing the spot. You know, if they are not biting somewhere, then you have to walk like yes, like a yes. few meters and yeah, and keep trying. That's it. Keep going. Keep walking until you, you find help. them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, you can see them sometimes when you are fishing um, uh, somewhere, and then you are looking. Sometimes you just randomly look on the right or on the left and you see a big splash they just chased some mullets or something then you walk there and then you start catching them and, and generally Kareem are they in close or do you have to cast out far um, um, it depends um, sometimes but I think if you can cast if you can cast like 50 meters is good Okay. 50 yeah. starting from 40 50 meters is good yeah that's not too far sometimes then that's, that's pretty close yeah, sometimes they bite very close, but sometimes you have, you, you have to cast farther, you know. But 50, 60 meters is good. It's very good. Yeah. And what what, should, what strength braid do you use? Uh, I use, like, uh, I, we measure it by by diameter. It's not by pounds, you know. So I, I would say 0, 017, 0, 018 diameter. Okay, very good. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and do you, very thin. Do, very thin. yeah. Do so you if, do, so do you use the leader? Uh, the leader I use like uh, uh, thirty pounds, forty pounds. Yeah, similar here. We use kind of thirty pound braid or twenty pound braid, and then I use a twenty pound leader as well. Yeah. So. Um, um, this is what I was trying to say is that if you are putting a Samsung, a 50 gram, 60, a 60 gram um, Samsung lure with a, a rod with a 12 or 9 or 10 feet long rod, if you are using these um, and the braid is 0, 017 or 0, 018, you can easily cast about 70 meters. Yeah. If you know, if, if you just know a bit of. of about casting, then you can cast like 70 meters without any efforts, you know? Yeah, like yeah. Like 60, 70 meters. And tell me, tell me, how do you, how do you work those lures? How do you work the, the Samson lures? What do you like to do with them? Uh, when you, how you retrieve them? Yes. Oh, it's simple. It's just because you keep them on the surface. You just have to keep a tie. Not so. You just have to just keep the lure on the surface because it hits the water and it makes a splash. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a, a, a an injured mullet or some an injured fish on the surface. You're not trying to survive or whatever. You just make a splash. They come. What you do is that you cast with the wind and then you reel in against the wind. And when you reel in against the wind, the lure always makes a big splash. 
when it makes the splash, it's easy. The the fish can it attracts the fish from far, and then they come and run, chase it. You know. Yeah, and like you do, I suppose. Like if if you're gonna book a trip, like is it is it for a week or is it for whatever a week and whatever you want? Your kind of tailored trip, is it? Well, the minimum you can do, and and this I I did this for the client, not for myself. The minimum the, the minimum days you can do is like five days because in five days you have more chance to catch some nice fish you know so if you tell people three days they can arrive there not you if you come in then we can uh, organize the timing so you can catch some fish maybe if we organize the time good timing then four days would be good for you i think yeah yeah well yeah if if i am just working like randomly working normally i don't have to um, to work only in perfect tides so i people can book whenever they want to so they have to book like five or six days because if you book six days you will always have two or three days good fishing because you know after two days the fishing after two or three days the fishing always change the fishing always will change in two or three or four days you know yeah yeah no it sounds good like a good trip would be five five or six days at least as you say you know, you could factor in your travel and then, you know, you get, as you say, you get at least, you know, get some four, four or five days good fishing in. Um, you know, you're going to, you're going to have a good trip. Man, it's, I think Dakhla, for lure fishing, I think Dakhla is, a, is the best destination where you can catch fish from the shore. And then you can catch like definitely not just one fish. Maybe in Saudi Arabia there is very good fishing as well from the shore, but they don't have lear fish. They have GT, they have other species, barracuda, um, they, but they have like hard, hard cliffs where they fish. But anyways, I think in in Dakhla, as a Moroccan, as a person who caught a lot of fish, I think it's the best destination for lure fishing from the shore. Light fishing and heavy fishing, both of them. Yeah, you can catch like, you can catch like, uh, sometimes you can catch like two hundred spotted bass a day. Wow! Is, I can, yeah. I, let me see. Are you on? Are you on Instagram? I can send you a photo. Yeah, yeah, sure. I can send you a photo now. I need to find a photo. I send you a photo now. That's amazing the fishing. The numbers of spotted bass there is crazy. And then, Kareem, what size would they be? Like a couple of pound, three, four, or five pound? Check the photos I sent you on on Instagram. Go to your Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah, geez. Wow, yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy. This Italian guy, you see the, the, the horse mackerel? Yeah, yeah. We have big horse mackerel here at that. And those are the spotted bass. The spotted bass can be from like. 200 grams until two pounds it's like it looks like so you have your there's a picture there is one two three four five fish on the one tray so it's like that's like us fishing mackerel here when we fish mackerel we cast out you know five or six feathers and we get five or six mackerel it's it's uh that's crazy yeah 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 yeah. fantastic and what other what other fish do you catch there um so spotted bass mallets on light jigs we catch mullets. If you catch a mullet, they fight like hell, you know? They fight very strong, the mullet. The mullet, yeah. Um, so we have mullets. We have bluefish sometimes, not every day. We have pompano. Did you see the pompano we caught? Pompano? No, I didn't see that one. 
Oh, I, we caught some some very very good pompano last uh, last month. So what I kind of a fish is that then, Kareem? What does that look like? The pompano? Yeah. I'm sending you the photos. Wait. Also some bream or lures. I'm gonna send you the photos. Excellent. So there's good there's a good variety out there anyway, not just learfish. There's there's you know, you have some there's plenty of sport to be had. You can catch you can catch bream, you can catch a lot of fish on lures. Uh catfish. I show you the the Vadigo photos of the Vadigo. Do you find the weather is generally okay there, Kareem? Is it is the, yeah. or do you do you get storms? No, we don't get only wind. Sometimes it's very windy, but you can still can catch fish even in the wind. Oh yeah, yeah. See this big fish now. The big the big round one. Is that the pompano? Big round, like a big bream or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's the pompano on jigs. Yeah, we catch them on jigs. Wow, fantastic um, looking fish! Did you see the fish? Uh, did you see the striped bream? Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the vadigo, the vadigo is like uh, the striped bream is on jig, and the vadigo is all is also on jig. You see the vadigo where the guy is handling it in his hands? Yes, close yes. To the camera. Yeah, that's the, that's the vadigo. Very, Very nice looking nice fish. fish you know? It's like a, it's like a tuna, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that one, yeah. Very nice. Um, so you know, you talk about the jigs. What kind of jigs are they? Um, I would say um, any jigs could work. Any jigs could work. You just colors are important, like pink colors. Pink, red, white, and green are good colors. Okay, yeah. And then I will, I will send you the colors if you are... Um, trying to come then i will send you the colors you need and everything and then so then let's reel it back in then to home so home for you where is where is home home is north morocco it's not very very it's not on the top like it's not very um it's in the middle not very south and not very north in the north so okay i, I would say i can send you my now that you have whatsapp i can send you my location where I live, where I fish for sea bass. And then I would say, this is where I do sea bass fishing. Then I would send you, I think you already uh, looked at Dakhla, so no need to send me Dakhla location. Yeah, yeah. I send you one. Is it near, are you near Casablanca? No. Yeah, I'm near Casablanca, yeah. Uh, two hours from Casablanca driving. Okay, yeah. And in your sea bass there, um, you know, uh, obviously you have some good sea bass fishing. I see your pictures over the years. You have some nice sea bass fishing. Um, and you probably grew up fishing sea bass, did you? I I started fishing since I was four, five years. Since I was four or five years old, my father took me fishing. And then when I was... 12, 13, 14, I was catching big sea bass on lures, on baits. I was doing a lot of stuff. Because I live close to the sea, you know. It's mm -hmm. only a few meters and then you are in the ocean. Ah, brilliant, brilliant. And here, what, um, you know, what, do you get some big bass there? Um, between like 1 to 16, 15 pounds. But I think it depends, you know. Okay, you yeah. Know, it's not, you don't catch a lot of big ones. You don't catch a lot of them, but you catch like four or five 
C buses a, a year that, that are very big, like 18, 18 pounds, 19. Oh, that's 20, a big. 20 pounds. Yeah, that's big because, yeah, you know, but, over but that, here. That over, four or five kilos, you know, uh, um, you know, it's a 10 pounds C bus is not very, very special in Morocco. You can catch like, you can catch like 50 a year or 60 or 100. Depends, really? You know? Wow. Yeah. It depends how often you fish for them. Yeah, like here, as I don't know if you know, but here, like a ten-pound sea bass would be like, you know, it'd be very big. It'd be a, you know, it'd be a fish of a lifetime. Here, you might some some people might get a yeah. couple of year. Some people might only ever get one in their lifetime. But you know, ten pound here is a specimen. It's a it's a big fish. So you know, like for you to be getting seventeen and eighteen pound fish, that's they're 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 nice fish. Well, it's also a, a nice fish in Morocco, just to tell you. It's also a very good fish in Morocco. But it's just um, it's just that you can catch, if you get like good conditions, you can catch plenty of fish every day for a week or for two weeks. So you will end up catching like 20 or in, in one week, you can catch 20 fish or 30 fish. It depends. But they are very unpredictable, you know. You need, if you booked like, like if you book a trip, on a on a short notice like if you book it like if you book now and if you want to come next year you probably would come with bad conditions and ended up catching nothing yeah it's not like in it's not like the leaf fish the leaf fish are kind of guaranteed fish to catch but the the sea bass it, it's not on my hands it, it depends on it relies on 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 the conditions on whether they are biting or not, sometimes you get perfect conditions, but no sea bass. So they have to be there. They have to be there. When they are not there, they are not there, you know. Yeah. And it yeah. could take months sometimes. It could take one month. It's very, if you want to do sea bass guiding, then you will be disappointing a lot of clients. Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny you say that because it's similar similar behavior here with the bass. Like at the moment, this year it's been, it hasn't been great. It's been poor. We've had some poor weather. The fishing has been poor. And as you said, you might go a week or two or three weeks without getting fish. Um, and then all of a sudden they'll just come in and they'll be here for maybe a week or two and then gone again. So it's it's interesting that it's similar behavior over there as well. I have done this year, I have done like three or four days fishing for sea bass. No, 2023 was a terrible year for me. Terrible, completely terrible. But anyways, I managed to go fishing like two or three days. Uh, two or three days, yeah, maybe, maybe three days, I guess. And I, the first day, caught some. This is North Morocco. This is not South, you know. Yeah. For sea bass, the first day I caught like two sea bass and some spotted bass, and I caught like the biggest one this year, maybe about three kilos, six, seven pounds. But I did not fish, you know, mostly did not fish. Was taking care of my father and Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what what is um like what kind of lures do you like to fish for bass? What do you what do you find good over there? Um lately I, I, I used I most of my big sea bass were on the were on the the savage gear, the fish me now. The savage gear they were perfect. Very I had some It's very, like a sand deal, is it? Savage gear sand deal. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a forty-two grams, you know. All right, quite a big one then. Yeah, I use the big ones. I always big use the big ones. Oh yeah, and what? How do you how do you work them then? You just cast, let it go to the bottom, you know. Yeah. And they'll start like jigging as fast, 
and then low again, then fast again, but don't let it go to the bottom. You just let, the moment you feel it's gonna hit the rocks and then you're wheeling faster. And then slower, slower, and then goes down and up and down. Because the big sea bass, you know, the the big sea bass in winter, they are very lazy. Yes. They wouldn't yeah. attack something that's swimming very fast. You know, you have to you have to do some magic so you can get them hooked, you know. And so I would just let it drop to the bottom, even if it's two meters. It's not very deep where I fish. Sometimes yeah. it's two meters, sometimes four meters. You just let it go to the bottom and then really faster, a little faster. So it goes in, let's say, in the, in between, like in the middle of the of the depths, the water depths, and then you really slow again, let it go down, about to touch the bottom, and then you really faster again. And so if there is a big sea bass trying to lay the eggs, coming to spawn close to the shore, they would, you know, they would, they don't want to lose energy at following something they are not going to catch. So. So they want something like injured or something is not normal, you know? Yeah, so keep it as you're kinda you're kinda like a slow jigging, is it? Really slow jigging. And yeah, 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 yeah. But we have rocks and you are fishing and it's slow jigging, but then you have to know where to reel in faster. Otherwise yes. you will get the loose snagged, you know. Yeah. But lately, the last three years, I, I was I, I had much success using the silent SSA. You know them? Oh yes, yes, guys. yeah. That is the best. Uh, I, I, it happened to be the best lure for the bass. That's the, the Shimano, the Shimano silent assassin. Yeah. yeah. And what uh, what size are they? Are they kind of like normal size? Maybe they're maybe twelve centimeters. I think. Or... They, are 14. they are fourteen centimeter long. And they are 26 grams. Ah, yeah, the bigger, slightly bigger one. Yeah. Yeah. You can you can also use the 21 grams. They are very good as well. But then you, just with the casting, I think 26 is always, always much better. Yeah. And then the 26 one, this, the 26 gram one is a sinking lure. And the 21 gram is not a... Is a is Shallow a, diver. The surface. The moment you start, yeah, the moment you start reeling, it, it swims down and the... The moment you just stop, it, it floats on the surface. So it's not in the churning water, and that is not very, very, very successful. You know? Ah, very but good, the 26 yeah. One, the 26 one is is a sinking lure, and then it doesn't get snagged. When you are reeling, it swims down about 60 to 1 meter, 1 meter depth, which is perfect, just perfect. Yeah, and then what do you do? Just a nice a straight retrieve, or do you kind of twitch it, or what do you do with that hair hard lure? You do everything. You do everything. If the fish are there, no matter what you are doing, they will attack it. If the fish are not there, then you have to do other techniques. You just do whatever it takes until you, you catch some fish, you know? And there is not only one specific thing that I would tell you that you could do to catch a fish. I love those hard lures as well. I use a lot of them over here for the bass and um, especially at night time as well. Actually, do, yeah, you, actually do, do you do night fishing? Do you go in the dark? No, I don't do night fishing for sea bass now. Because you... the ground where I do sea bass is very dangerous. So do you like, would you yeah. wade? Would you wade a lot? Depends on where you are, I suppose. Yeah, depends on where you are, of course. Yeah, sometimes in, in some places you don't have to touch the water. But in, in most places, you have to go inside the water and fish for them. But, but if the sea is very flat, it's safe, like 100%. Nothing is going to happen. Yeah, but yeah. But as long as you are in the water, it's safe. Where it's not safe, 
is when you are fishing, but 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 there is no water. Just a big wave is gonna come and push you on the rocks and dry rocks. That's dangerous. For yeah. me, when I am waiting, it's not it's not it's not very bad, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I suppose you know when you're catching those big fish and you know you're in the water and obviously you need some good equipment. Um, what a reel a reels are important. What kind of what reel uh, are you using at the moment? You must need something tough. <laughs> Um, I use um, it's a slammer, pan slammer, hmm. uh, four thousand five hundred. Ah, yes, I have, I have similar here myself. Yeah, that does the job yeah, for you. They're yeah, they're very good. Yeah, yeah, I like them. Yeah, I have a three thousand five hundred, and I have a, actually a smaller one for the bass here, two thousand five hundred, and yeah, they're very popular over here. They're good, solid, solid reel, and uh, not too expensive, yeah. and uh, yeah, they're good. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. But for a Moroccan, it's it's very expensive, anyways. Yeah, they use Shimano. It's very, very, very less expensive. Maybe eighty pounds could get you a good Shimano reel that you can use for like two or three years. Oh yeah, Depends. yeah. But if I, but if I use a, but if I use a, a Shimano and I, uh, and I happen to catch like a lot of fish every day for one month, it's not gonna be. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be a good idea, but the pen can stay with you like longer and longer. Yeah, the pen is solid. Yeah. Yeah, because the water don't go, doesn't go inside the the reel, so it's it's good. But if you have a Shimano, then you have to fish, and you come back home very tired and feel like you just want to have a cup of tea and, and sleep. So you don't wash it out. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. The wheel and you have to start washing it. Oil the lid. The stuff is not. It's not a good idea. Yeah, so yeah. So the pan, yeah, you just wash. Yeah. So the pan, you just pour uh, like fresh water on it, and then the next day is it's the same. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So what's the plan then, Kareem, for the rest of the summer? What do you have? You have some trips booked, or what? Do you, what are you planning on doing? This summer. Yeah. I think this summer we are nearly booked. Just for anyone listening there, if anyone's interested in going with you, um, I'm just wondering, do you have some availability there? Or I suppose the best thing to do is give you a shout on Facebook or WhatsApp. Or Yeah, if you listen, if you want to come this year, it depends. If you want to come alone or with one other person, maybe I can find you some place. But if you are four or five people, I don't think so. Yeah, because you're... we are fully booked this summer. Maybe next year would be better. Oh, that's that's great. That's a great. Uh, reflects very well on you that you're 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 booked up for the summer. You you're obviously providing a great service. And any any people I see that yeah, are fishing with you. you, they have you know it's a, they have a brilliant experience and it's great to see. Um, so so well done. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I think if you catch if you catch when you catch the first leaf fish everything changes you just like feel like they are very unique you know the fight and the way they bite the first attack is is um it's just different from any other fish you know yeah and it must be great for you it must it must it must be great for you to see to see the anglers you know who've never as you said one guy never caught a fish on a lure and to see the anglers you know it's such a such an excitement it must be such a such a buzz for you to see those people catching the fish yeah, yeah. I guided people who never fished before and they ended up catching the fish. Never even fished before. Ah, brilliant, brilliant. They just, they just come to the hotel and just they wanted to try fishing and I go take them there and they 
ended up catching a leafish. I'm just guiding people who came last year. People who came last year, they're coming this year. Most of them. Most clients I'm, I'm guiding this year, they come, they were here last year. So that's good. You're getting yeah. returning customers. So they're obviously having a good time. They want to come back. Most of them, the food are good. The place are very, the place is very good where you sleep. And um, it's good. It's just a desert, but then you get like good food. Um, the place is, is clean. And then you get, you get like very good fishing. How long are you doing the guiding now? Because I remember years ago you were thinking about doing it. And um, for the leaf fish, I think four or five years, four years maybe. But for the the sea bass, I think since two thousand sixteen, two thousand seventeen. I will. I if you want, I will send you like the information. I can send you the information later here on WhatsApp, and then you can check the prices, how you fly to to Casablanca and then to, to Dakhla and what's going to happen. How Just um, an idea, a rough idea how, about how the trip is going to... Yeah, that'd be, like. that'd be great. And I, I'll post it up on my Instagram as well, just if people who are interested in going. I know there will be people interested because it's a nice trip. It's not too far away. And nice weather, nice food, great company and the best of, the best of skilled um, guides. So I don't want to keep any longer, cream. I really appreciate you joining us here and uh, your time and knowledge. And hopefully we'll chat to you again soon. Thank you. No problem. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for chatting. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's it, folks, from episode 14 of the Lure Fishing Podcast. And if you'd like to know more about fishing in Morocco, don't hesitate in reaching out to Karim Angling on Facebook or Instagram. This is a great resource we have created by anglers for anglers. If you'd like to come on as a guest yourself or if there's somebody you would recommend, please send me a message. Thanks again, folks, for the continued support. And don't forget, if you want to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or wherever else you get your podcast from, just click on the button and you'll be notified whenever there's a new episode. Thanks, folks. See you all in the next episode.